Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy talk. I am your host with the most framed photos of Shelley Duvall. Um, seriously, like I think I hold that title. Like No one else has more, because no one has any unless you're Shelley Duvall and or Shelley Duvall's family. Uh, joining me, as always, via satellite is the Duke of Diaclone, my co-host Tony. Would you like to say hello to the people, Tony? Hey, how's it going, everybody out there? I am the Duke of Diaclone, the Baron of Bionicle, the principal of Monster High, Tony, coming at you from stupidly sunny and very warm Vancouver. Oh yeah, the weather has been insane. It's crazy. We only have two seasons now. Did you notice this shit? We've got fall and summer yeah. and no other, no other. <laughs> <laughs> it's like mostly summer too. Just we have a little bit of fall, but not a lot yeah. of it. Yeah, like the trees, like the leaves change color in about like twenty four hours and then drop to the ground, and then it's just summer. Yeah. <laughs> We're like some sort of weird alternate Alaska. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, yeah. No vampires want to be around us, which is okay in my books, too. Mm-hmm. Vampires are scary and probably rule the entire world, and we just don't know it yet. <laughs> it's vampires, if you're listening, please don't hurt us. Yeah, vampire. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, um,. Suck my blood. That probably would feel weird and good and bad and sexy all at the same time. So just just jam your fangs deep within my throat and make me have a strange boner because that'd be nice. <laughs> just imagine the like all of a sudden you turn like really like sh- shoujo manga about it. Like just a horrible vampire bites into you. You get the, like, lined cheeks, everything turns pink, and kind of Vaseline cherry blossoms go off in the background. Just in a very manly, Ugoo! <laughs> comes from your mouth. <laughs> or, like, this is my favorite anime inflection, is when a character goes, Uh? <laughs> like, the mild confusion. Uh? <laughs> <sighs> And it's always it's always like a, a female character reveals how much they love a male character, and the male character goes, uh-huh. <laughs> like he said, no idea the entire time. It, he's completely oblivious, and it's like, it's like, dude, fucking grow up. You knew. We all knew. You don't need to be going. Uh-huh. About everything. Uh, she's been giving you fucking letters the entire semester. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, she literally killed a man because he crossed you. <laughs> You're too busy fighting in your robot and shit like that, but just just come on. You, you gotta, gotta wake up and smell the tentacles. Um, speaking of robots... <laughs> There's a lot to talk about in the realm of robots right now, is there not? Oh, there's so many, so many robots. We promised you semi-premium toy talk, and we're going to talk about 3A, because Tony and I love 3A, and 3A has done something wonderful, and I'm not talking about turret leg lady thing. Because, well, that's also pretty wonderful. Oh, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> you can get behind that, and... 
Well, not in front of it, because then I'd be dead. But if if y'all if y'all have been looking on the social medias, three uh, A is doing something very cool. They showed off at the Toyland or Toyland. We're gonna edit that out. They showed off at <laughs> the Thailand uh, Toy Expo. The TK Hunterbot, which is something Tony and I have brought up mm-hmm. before rather br- briefly at some point, it's fucking amazing. Um, it is not in uh, one six scale, unfortunately, which would never exist because no. it would be like the size of a fucking grown man, which is a bit ridiculous <laughs> it, and excessive. It would be one to one toys. scale person. <laughs> yeah, it would just be like a six foot tall dude. Um, I guess that's yeah. not entirely accurate. It would be. Because the, the the current iteration of the TK Hunterbot, which if y'all don't know, I'm sure Tony knows the wonderful backstory of this character. Because Tony is steeped in 3A do. knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's a giant robot that murders uh, TKs from the Popbot Tomorrow King wonderful universe. Yeah. Um, gi- giant fucking robot um, with, with wonderful articulation that of any of the other uh, World War Robot stuff or or Tomorrow King stuff or Pop-Pot stuff. Um, so this giant robot that they've shown off at the Expo is, uh, I believe, 25 inches tall, which I think is a conservative About. measurement, but it looked way bigger than that to me, but it was kind of hunched down. I don't even know. It's just, it's incredible. It's fucking humongous. Its guts are all... Um, like rubbery hoses dangling about. yeah dangling up out and it looks like it's wearing a cloak robe thing that was created mm. out of like a ripped ass dirty ass grimy flag of some kind like it's just this swoopy <laughs> wonderful um it's something to hide its bits oh it's just Oh, it's beautiful. I just did the, like, weird, it's... like, Italian cook, like, oh, it's a, it's a wonderful food. Uh, <laughs> like, just did one of those, like, lip-kissing-your-fingers hand explosions. Uh, for those for those of you who are wondering what fingers that's Fingers hand about. explosions? But, like, I, I'm not wrong, that's... right? Like, that perfectly describes no, that motion no, of... <laughs> that's exactly what it is. I just, I wish I put that together earlier in my life. <laughs> lip finger hand explosion <laughs> oh it's bueno um t- tell tell us more tony because you're you're versed tell us more about this uh tk bot hunter tk hunter bot rather. well this this figure has been teased and taunted for like years now like years 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 they've been showing off like prototypes and just kind of the like, oh, we've been trying to do this, and I just I think it might have been a bit too big uh, for the last little while, um, and I, I think just doing the whole action portable line kind of works for it. Uh, I'm really glad they're not doing the three A go take on it because that would that would scale it down actually from what it already is because it's like already a weird weird scale and um as far as i can tell the the tk hunter should be around the size of the uh the mars remus and uh i think saturn like the world's best robots so it looks like they they follow a similar scale size uh which is kind of cool so if anyone out there has those already you can kind of tell how big they're gonna be like how much shelf space to clear off um 
but yeah, when you look at lots of the TK heads, especially the earlier ones, a lot of them came boxed in with a mortise head, uh, or like just a bot head, a severed bot head, and those heads are supposed to be belonging to these hunters. So it's kind of cool. It puts into perspective like how big these robots really are in this uh, fictional world where Andy Warhol has a talk show and there's autistic clones kicking around with blind cowboys. Yeah, they can't tie their shoes. No, no. Which is something that kind of like pisses off a lot of collectors because the earlier ones came with like proper cloth shoes with shoelaces. And then they're like, um, make them the weird, like, tennis runners and the, like, the the loafers, I think they're called. <laughs> Which, uh, I know a lot of people aren't super, super, boat shoes. Proper term. They're boat shoes. Yeah, it's, it's the shoe that you get when you walk into a sporting goods store and go, I've joined a running club. And they're like, right this way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They, like, unlock a door for you. <laughs> Take you to where all the good shoes are. But they're actually not. They just give off the illusion of good shoes. Uh, but this this is actually pretty cool because a, a lot of the robots in the PopBot-specific universe, they're the ones with, like, the hangy, goopy tummy guts. Um, yeah, the TK Hunter has guts that are very, uh, very similar to PopBot and BadBot and that... Mm-hmm that robot design which is kind of fun to see again because we haven't gotten like weird dangly guts in quite some time it's it's been a while since we've seen like a pop bot iteration um mm. i think it was like sangreal and the ascended i think ascended was the last one six that they did um and then they released the uh the four pack of the action portable ones so yeah, they're they're pretty cool. I had a one six pop bot back in the day, um, but it was it was just straight up custom fodder. Um, but I've like a, a proper pop bot would be one of the toys that I want to get at some point, and yeah. maybe even one of these TK hunters because holy hell, oh they my. look amazing. I really hope that a retail version comes because. Like, as it stands on the at the end of the month when they release this on Bamaland, um, it's, it's, it's coming it, out. Oh. It's a coming. It's May, right? Hasn't the uh, pre-orders dropped already? It may have. Um, I thought on the Instagram that uh, Bamaland, they, they said that on Bamaland they were... I saw on the Instagram <laughs> that... Uh, <laughs> As of the 30th, they were putting them up, and that may be misinformation, but I feel like they're going up soon and aren't up yet. Um, For me, it's uh, it's too fucking too fucking soon. (laughs) Like it's it's just coming at a time where it's like, well, that's wonderful, and I wish, but I can't. So see you later. Which makes me wish and Mm -hmm. hope that they do a retail run, whether that be different colorways for retail, or maybe you don't get. Because my assumption from all of the promo picks was that with the Bambalan one, you're getting that that TK, I would assume. Yeah. Um, so maybe just the retail version doesn't come with the TK, but I really hope there is... I mean, they're going to want to get the most they can out of this mold, right? They're going to want to use it. Mm-hmm. 
So well, they've shown off two stuff. colorways already. Um, yeah, they've shown off two colorways so far. There's the um, the black skull TK Hunter one, and then there was one that's like um, kind of like a yellow and white with a green poncho. I have um, not seen the second one that you spoke of. Really? No, oh, I, I yeah, guess I'm it's... sleeping at the Switch. I'll, I'll have to send you pictures of it in a little bit. Um, okay, so I'm just on Bamba right now, and they do not have that up yet. There's just the uh, the Rice Cream TQ, which is one of the Lonely Star Warrior ones. Um, and then the uh, the Saturn uh, mm. 3A Go World's Best Robot. So that's what's on Bamba today. <laughs> I did see a few prices or hinted prices on the uh, 3A Legion forums. Um, $560 American was the, uh, the price. So if you're in Canada land, you're looking at closer to like $790. But I mean, plus shipping or like shipping included, that's, that's well, okay. If we're if we're trying to rationalize the price um, within the scale, you said they were very similar to the world's best robots. So what was a yeah. Remus? What did he cost when he came out? Uh, about three hundred. Well, three hundred, three fifty. Um, so so yeah, we're almost doubling the price, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, there's um, the two pack set on Bamba right now for two hundred and eighty. Uh, and that is the Thriego Saturn with the Bygunner Hemingway. <clears throat> so, uh, convert that into Canadian. Roughly about three fifty. Okay, so we're still talking uh, double the price for a robot of relatively the same size. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which is a bit hard to swallow, like. I mean, I know I know more is going into the TK Hunter, like um, like there's cloth aspects, there's drippy guts that are molded rubber mm-hmm. aspects, like it's got more weathering and more grime and more paint apps and more work that probably yeah. are going into this piece, but that's still like when you when you think of it in the most simple sense of like barter and trade, it's like that sack of rice is double the cost of an equivalent sack of rice, you know? Yeah. Well, well, one of the major concerns that's been coming up from a lot of other members is that, um, considering a lot of the other things that have been showing up, um, quality control has been somewhat subpar. So the last time they released a figure... Um, it came with a giant severed bot head with a bunch of like wires and things around the base. And, um, a lot of the pieces were cracked and broken and they were sending pictures into the, the customer service and they were just saying like, Oh, that's just part of the weathering, like broken bits of toy that were like broken off in box. They're like, yeah, that's just, that's part of the weathering that is supposed to be like that. So a lot of people are kind of freaking out and they're just like well i'm paying almost a grand for like a toy that might not even like hold its own weight like who knows what issues are going to be like right out of the box with these guys so Mm -hmm. 
Like, I mean, it's definitely one of the newer, like, things to just shit all over 3A. And, like, just, it's one of those things where you look at pretty much anything that they do, there's always going to be someone that's just like, oh, this isn't what I want. Like, those new birdies that they showed off, they look fucking amazing, and they're wonderful. And people have been asking for birdies for, like, the last year and a half, two years. And, of course, like, right away, someone's first to be like, oh, fucking birdies again? But with, like, a different head? Jesus, way to keep, like, doing the same thing. Like, there's no pleasing anybody at this point. I've also so, noticed, like, I, more, more, as I've become a grown-up and sort of stewed in the world that exists around me, um, I've mm-hmm. noticed that, like, when people, when people are unhappy, that's when they're vocal on the internet. When people are like, yeah. I hate this, and then they run yeah. their fucking mouths because of their anonymity, and they say what they want to say, and they act like dicks, which, like... Mm-hmm. I mean, not to say that like we shouldn't critique and we shouldn't assess and we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't digest and really understand the world around us and have our qualms and have our issues. But I feel like it's this brash, uneducated, unspell-checked like hatred into the universe where the people who are happy about stuff are just like they see what they see and they're like that's dope, and then they don't put their like. They don't have the, there's no, like, there's no opposite end of that spectrum. The rageful souls are going to rip into shit and be cunts on the internet, whereas the people who are yeah. stoked on something are just going to look at it and be like, I agree, thumbs up, <laughs> heart, like, whatever the feature is called on whatever app you're using, and then they go about their days being like, I like that robot I saw this morning while I took a shit. Like, that's... Mm-hmm. That's how the happy people are, whereas the, the the upset people feel the need to validate themselves through being assholes on social media. And, like, of course, we yeah. all should critique and we all should have an opinion. But if you're just brashly yeah, being yeah. an asshole, maybe you should think about what you're saying before you say it. Because, like, there's no shortage of negativity on the internet and maybe you don't need to be contributing Mm-hmm, exactly. Like, I, I totally agree. If you get a bot head and bits of it are broken off, it's not cool for the company to be like, oh, that's just part of our weathering. Yeah. After it was shown off, a lot of times they were like, oh my god, we are so sorry. We'll do our best to like mail you a brand new one, keep the old one, just we'll get you a new one, don't worry about it. Like, they actually do try, but like they're dealing with so many... Like, these are still essentially, like, small-run figures. So, unless you have, like, I don't know, Ash Wood there, like, inspecting each piece in jet, like, himself, yeah, there's gonna be some spotty um, issues. Like, I have even seen issues with Hot Toys. Like, I've done repairs on full-on Hot Toys before. Just because, like, something goes wrong. Like, a wire gets snipped, or, like, you get two left hands instead of one left one right like shit happens um it's it's all part of the like accountability on the the company and like as much as there is a lot of like delay and issues with like customer service i think they do generally try um but like yeah i i don't know it's something like that too if I were to get this, like, $1,000 robot, essentially, 
and it comes and the wrist is busted and completely broken. If I was someone that didn't know how to repair that, like, even if I do know how to repair it, it would be one of those things where it's like, this shouldn't be just out of the box. Like, yeah, let me, totally. let me give it a good solid throw against the floor first before it, <laughs> it breaks on me. Yeah, it's 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 so. interesting to think about because like there could and would be a person who shrugs it off and is like, oh, that sucks, my robot broke, and they accept that, which is a bummer. Yeah. And then there's going to be the rest of us who are just like, this is garbage. I'm going to email the company. But like to put your faith in the company to produce a product that has a certain standard to it and essentially <laughs> arrives unbroken. Um, so to put your faith in that company, you're spending money, a lot of money, like more than my fucking mm-hmm. car was worth. Like you're spending yeah. you're spending a Honda Civic's worth of money on a toy and you expect that toy <laughs> yeah. to work far better than my Honda Civic worked that I crushed the other day. I know like my real life is bleeding into my toy analogy really hard and I'm bummed <laughs> that my car got crushed, but like that's kind of how I'm quantifying. Again, we were weighing bags of rice versus bags of rice earlier. Like, you're spending yeah. the equivalent of, like, a shitty Japanese commuter car from the 90s uh, mm-hmm. on a toy. And that toy should show up in pristine condition. And then the company's yeah. response, if it's not, should be to replace that toy or the part that is broken within that toy. And I can see how people could be freaked out. After the the crunchy bot head fuck up issue that people were having, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. It's it's one of those weird like we kind of have to wait and see type of things. Um, again, a retail version would be awesome because then that way I can essentially get one through my retail location, and that will essentially well. Actually, yeah, they'll be the same price as the Hot Toys Iron Man Igor, which came out a couple years or about a year ago. So, a bot that's half the size was also the same price as this bot. So, I don't know if you're gonna if you're gonna buy big toys, just expect the price. So, <clears throat> like if something this big was offered by Hot Toys, you'd be looking at close to like two grand, two and a half, like. 3A is still one of those, like, more affordable 1.6 companies. And no, I shouldn't even be saying 1.6, it's 1.12. But, like, they're one of the more affordable art toy companies. So, you know, just kind of, like, got to take that with what it is, too. If you like the stuff, support it. If you don't, switch to something else. There's something out there for everybody. Yeah, and also, like, I feel like a lot of their um, their older fan base, like, people who have been around since the beginning at various points throughout, like, 3A's colorful history have, like, dropped the mic and been mm-hmm. like, I'm done with this company and have moved on. Which, like, it, yeah. it is a shame because you you put your chips down at a point where you were well invested and you're like, this is a concept that I can get behind. This is an art style I can get behind. This is something that I love. And they, they did the hardest part and they upstarted something that was small, independent, and niche. And after Mm. dedicating themselves to a product and a toy line and an artist for so long, I've just heard so many stories and seen so many posts of people who are just like, you know what, I'm, I'm fucking outie. And like, it's, it's interesting. And like, 
it's fascinating how we grow and how we develop as people and how we perceive uh, how we perceive the toys that we're we're looking at and we're buying and we're investing in and something mm-hmm. changes or something shifts and then at a point you just and it, I see it all the time where people just drop toy lines and they're like I think I just quit this like I mean earlier way yeah. earlier in our career as a podcast I quit um, I quit black series in a heartbeat yeah, yeah and it right. was it was something as simple as the plastic quality so it's funny just how like finicky and picky we really are as consumers but also there is merit to that because again with like the quality control issues one has to critique and mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> says the guy who's ranting <laughs> That's okay. I think we're just voicing what, like, a lot of people's concerns are, but with a bit more of a, like, I don't know. We, I think we still have quite a bit of faith in this company. Um, as far as I can tell, the Sawyer by Crystal Jade Vaughn, uh, a toy that's been, it took a little while to come out. It's supposed to be out initially in February. Uh, it's starting to show up now. Um, I think they might have just taken the extra sh- step to make sure all the QC issues are taken care of and everything, and I haven't seen any complaints so far on this figure. Like, everyone's in like, this is amazing. My Milky Bot's showing up. It's totally fine. My Sawyer's showing up. She's great. One of the best toys I've had in a while. So, I mean, I think it's one of those things where it's like, for every like, fuck-up that happens, they're still doing really good stuff and making, like, pretty much impeccable toys. So... Yeah, I just, I'm no matter what, I'm still gonna be like optimistic with a lot of these things because it's just kind of my nature anyway. So I just, I can't be bummed out by rad toys. <laughs> I won't yeah. let myself be bummed out by rad toys. That's a good way to be. Like we live, we live in such wonderful times. Like such mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful times. Like even it wasn't like this like five years ago. 10 years ago like things are just getting yeah. better and things are just getting more rad and everyone is a nerd like every single person you meet is a nerd and they're like hey i want to tell you all about this comic book and you're like fuck yeah you crazy son of a bitch what are you reading and like it's just this <laughs> wonderful like ships in the night but everybody's just into their like they have their own little worlds and their own little microcosms of rad shit and on top mm-hmm. of that, everyone is making toys of all of that rad shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think the moral of this story is, go 2016. Best year ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's getting up. It's, yeah, you're right. The, the, whole, the, the whole toy industry is... It feels like it has a resurgence. Because like, I know a lot of people are like kind of freaking out with the whole oh kids just want to be on their iPads and and their Game Boys and whatnot but like I don't know like the, the fact that they managed to breach those two with the whole Skylanders Disney Infinity uh, Amiibo thing it's it's people are getting back into toys again and like you, there's so many lines and like so many lines paying homage to older toys it's it's pretty rad like I think I don't think the whole toy market's gonna go away like what was 
like foretold a couple of years back. Like I think they found a new way to adapt and yeah, it's going to be a really cool, interesting future. I can't wait to see what other cool last toys are coming out. Totally. And like fucking John Carpenter's The Thing gets a McCready 1-6 action figure. Like, in what parallel dimension is that a thing? Like, holy shit. (laughs) Like, the nichest of niche John Carpenter films. Like, I I mean, I guess everyone... I mean, it's a classic, but like... Like, weird, obscure horror film gets main character action figure. Like, how... Mm Mm-hmm. How and why? Like, actually, I don't even need those answers. I'm just... I'm just reveling in it. It's like sunbathing but in nerdgasms I'm just happy with the results yeah <laughs> cool what's another thing you're happy with the results about um yeah so we talked we talked about uh, 3A a lot so if you guys were here for the 3A you got your fill now sit down it's yeah. someone else's turn <laughs> um hot toys we love hot toys you love hot toys. We do. We do love. We appreciate hot toys on many levels. You know who we're getting. Yeah, I don't the, even the need the to toy. play the guessing game. <laughs> well, I, I know, I know who you're going to talk about, but I don't think the listeners at home do. So, so keeping keeping in vogue with how much love there has been for aliens and alien and all of that Ridley Scott goodness. Because there's been a lot of love and a lot of hype because we just had the anniversary <laughs> that we talked about. <laughs> mm-hmm. As as I choke on the alien <laughs> that's breeding in my stomach. Um, Hot Toys is doing... <laughs> Hot Toys is doing Ripley, which is wonderful. They are. Um, I, I think it's a great head sculpt. I think it looks wonderful. I think it's Sigourney Weaver to a T. I had a friend go, eh. But, I mean, head sculpts are one of those things. Super subjective. Some people are like, that's amazing. And then I'm like, that Beetlejuice looks like a dog shit it out. Um, <laughs> so, like, that's that's kind of how head sculpts are. Either you see the likeness or it's totally lost on you and makes you want to vomit in your lap. So, I think the... Uh, <laughs> I think that the... uh, Vomit in your lap? (laughs) Yeah, I said that. Um, I like it. I feel that uh, Ellen Ripley, their iteration, their sculpt of uh, Sigourney Weaver looks spot on. How do you feel about the sculpt? I'm actually looking at it right now. I like how she has the, um, the, like, slightly clenched jaw with a bit of tooth exposed. Like that, that, that kind of classic thing look. she did that whole film, yeah. The like, like I'm I'm concerned and kind of mad and freaking out a bit. It's it's good times because the, the previous one that they did was a uh, oh man I'm like looking at the the history behind these these toys so it's it's a revised head sculpt which is the main thing. The uh, the previous one was a bit more kind of neutral. And the hair was just essentially a Brillo pad. So, like, this is looking quite nice. Um, and just for everyone to know, this is the the Alien Ripley, so the very first one. Uh, there was an Aliens Ripley, and it looked 
not that great, <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. It was very much like, like, oh, we clearly don't really have her license, so oh no, let's, uh, let's just kind of go with go with what we can. Almost kind of cartoon, and it was like when they're still doing the like, like the straight up Barbie doll style. And it's like this, like we're talking kind of like creepy Tonner doll quality, like Feisian dead eyes. Sometimes it takes about two minutes for what I've said to fully sink in, and I realized I just said the head sculpt looks like a dog shit it out. <laughs> I didn't ask. I didn't ask to be this way. I just want to put that into the universe and into the ether. I didn't ask to be me. It just kind of happened. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ellen. So Ellen's looking good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, this is this is probably the best we've seen so far and probably we'll see for a while so yeah that's rad times it's good times i want to start something here hashtag um hashtag ellen ripley hot toys panty speculation (laughs) do you think perhaps that she has supple white cotton panties underneath her outfit um if not I might be a little disappointed. But also probably not, right? Like they yeah. they don't they're not that good. Like they like they're good at making toys, but they're not good mm. at fully realizing every perverted aspect of what people think of their toys. No, no, no what they're going to do. No what they're going to do and I can almost kind of guarantee this at this point. They're going to release a special edition. It'll probably be like the um, probably like the the sideshow site exclusive or some sort of toy fair exclusive. They will do a version where she's wearing the tank top and the panties. The like pre pressure suit, like humming to herself. Tony is afraid of the spider type of humming to herself compression suit scene. They will do it. They'll do it. And I don't know if it'll be cheaper. I don't know if it'll be more expensive. But it's going to be a full figure. That's going to be amazing. Maybe it'll come with a like crossbow harpoon thing that doesn't make sense why it was on the ship, but it was. Um, like yeah. what was that thing I, used for? <laughs> moon whales. I don't know. Like. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I can't wait. I can't wait to make that custom. <laughs> yeah. I'll just buy the, like, current 3A uh, Rice Cream Dream TK Stormtrooper Lady and just snag her panties and pop them onto Ripley. Let's do it. Let's do it. Make it happen. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. That's fucking heinous. I just I feel gross <laughs> even saying it out loud. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, it's funny because the, the last Tomorrow Queen I picked up was one of the retail exclusive ones. And I open the box and everything, and I'm like, oh, I, is there something wrong with my toy? Full on, no panties, no nothing. And, like, the, sh- the skirt was so short, like, you could quite literally read her lips. It was... Oh, yeah, and geez, it wasn't was even... wonderful. <laughs> it kind of was, yeah. <laughs> I'm, the toy, I mean. <laughs> I'm just like, what, what, what is happening here? <laughs> 
So like, I'm like, I need to like transplant some panties before like grandmama comes over. He's <laughs> already like concerned with my doll collection. <laughs> Just be like, what? What's what's her vagina doing out? Sometimes I feel like Ashley Wood is like just assumes that his entire fan base is like a little, a little too. How do I want to word this with being diplomatic and not being rude and offensive? Like he's worried that like like they're they're not like he's worried his audience. There's no way to say this without sounding like a fucking asshole. So I don't think I can make this joke. Mm-hmm. I was, I was gonna, yeah, it's, it's hard, I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place, because it could be funny, but instead I'll just sound like an asshole, so I'm gonna lay out all the cards on the table. The jokes, <laughs> the jokes archetype, the jokes style, was that of an angry father, afraid that perhaps his son might be a homosexual, and so, in order, in order to right this wrong, everything has a drippy pussy on it, because he thinks that's gonna help, but in... <laughs> Sorry. It's he's, okay. he's still with, still with me, Tony. <laughs> Let's do the list. We got Angry Father. We got Feet. There's Step Brothers. <laughs> Anyways. Ashley Goopy Wood vaginas. Is, is the dirty, gross man. And somehow he thinks drippy front bottom drippy pussy is the only way to win our hearts. When the truth is... is Great stylistic choices, a world that appears to have depth, even though it's told through half stories at a time, and I'm <laughs> rambling. <laughs> just, just botch the fuck I, I out like of that. I just like how you snuck in the phrase "front bum" into our podcast. That's <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorites. I didn't I didn't ask to be this way, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, you'd be surprised with how much I use that phrase just in my daily life. Just, just front bum comes up a lot. <laughs> I'll give Fred, I'll give credit. A, a mutual friend of ours says that quite a bit. <laughs> awesome. Uh, giving credit when credit's due. Uh, but yeah, um, Ellen Ripley, she looks amazing. Um, not sure what the front bum situation is yet, but yeah, she gets a flamethrower. She gets multiple hands. She gets a cat and a carrier. She gets a lot of cool stuff. Oh, does she come with a cat? Does she come with um? It's another bit of trivia I should know. Jonesy, Jonesy, Jonesy the cat. Yeah. That's what what the name is. I think that's. I bet you. I bet you. If they do the exclusive, the cat is probably the exclusive for ordering from Sideshow. I think the cat might have like a hissy face if it's if it's the exclusive I like one. It does. I feel like there is a hissy face. Oh, I feel crazy. like I was trying to use X-ray vision to look through her jumpsuit to find out if the white cotton panties are present. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. It does look like the cat does have the hissy face. I'm zooming in on the picture as we speak, opening far more tabs than I need to have open. Oh god, it keeps going back to like the scary old Ripley with the fucking terror. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Earlier, you brought up um, Amiibos and Skylanders and Disney Infinity. That's right, I did. 
And I've got a little bit of news for those who like a little bit of video games with their action figures, or in this case, action statue <laughs> memory cards. Um, uh, as of today, um, well, no, as of the end of June, uh, Disney Infinity will no longer be doing any updates. Uh, they will not be producing any figures. They, don't be, they will not be releasing any more games. Um, Disney Infinity is closed. It's over. It's done. Uh, they will be closing their Utah studio. And about 300 jobs will be lost, actually. Uh, which is actually kind of disappointing in sad times. Like, it's kind of shitty. <laughs> coming, coming from someone who literally just got laid off, like, today... Um, that is a bummer. It's a bummer. Oh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> it's a bummer. It's a bummer that um, a project so vast has to close and that developers and people who've worked hard on the project are just sort of done. But yeah. it's it's interesting because something like, like Amiibo and Skylander like and Lego Dimensions now, like these products have changed the market and changed how we mm-hmm. interact with our video games and created a weird collectible world of of fandom and obsession and it's interesting to see yeah. that disney such a powerhouse just i mean not really specifically within the gaming world but disney just being the powerhouse that it is for output and creativity and content and fandom uh wasn't able yeah. to maintain an ecosystem of collectible figures that interact with video games yeah, it's kind of odd that they were the first to fold. Um, yeah. Just because, like, I mean, I know the Lego group has quite a bit of money, and so does Nintendo, but, like, I don't know, Skylanders is what kind of saved Activision. Um, but, I mean, the popularity of their games has been steadily decreasing. So I, I thought, like, the first to kind of bite it would have been the ones that started it with Skylanders. Um, this is weird seeing Disney pulling out of something instead of just trying to like buy up everything else yeah yeah and just sort of ride out the uh ride out the wave and make it work right like they mm-hmm. could have they could have taken a couple different approaches i'm sure but like one of them would have been to just sort of wait to i mean maybe cut down production but just sort of wait it out and see what happens but yeah i guess it is what it is and the numbers speak and they they're done. Yeah, which is... I mean, I don't have the game. I only have a Disney Infinity. And that's probably because it was the only... Like, good-looking Elsa toy that's been on the market. And it was also, like... Used at an EB Games for, like, six bucks. So I was like, fuck yeah, cool-looking Elsa toy. I'm gonna put that on my creepy shrine. To Elsa. Um, Elsa Shrine, <laughs> my Snow Queen, your masturbatory <laughs> snow dungeon. It's 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 for masturbatory purposes. Yeah, I just, I've I've got like this product from Japan. I can put it in the freezer. It's it's uh, pretty great. It's a good time. What a time to be alive is I think what we we said before. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> when you can make like Japanese frozen like. Ice pocket pussies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, please, they're Ona holes. 
Um, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shit. I never thought I'd say the phrase... Spearmint lube. Just... <laughs> squeaked i just made a squeak oh shit that's why i'm sad that disney infinity is closing yeah me too man disney you were supposed to deliver on all those wonderful themed pocket pussies yeah (laughs) how many like weird boners and sexual awakenings has disney been responsible for I mean, well, normally sure, people like, keep that pretty quiet and stuff, too, but, like, I don't know, like, from the Little Mermaid up to, like, Elsa now, it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, what what won't they make me want to do? Like, <laughs> <laughs> And I quote, what won't Disney make me want to do? <laughs> yeah, Disney's, Disney unknowingly sexualized a lot of things. It's interesting. Oh, man. I keep saying it's interesting, and I keep trying to analyze the human mind. Like, this podcast is less about (laughs) toys and more about, like, analytical... The human uh, condition. The the human condition with an analytical mind with a little sprinkling of toys in there. But, like, it's interesting to think about, like, how we develop our sexualities and where that comes from. And a lot of our, like, Mm -hmm. youthful bombardment comes from Disney films. So it's, like, not particularly surprising to think that, like... People are super into furries because Robin Hood, the Disney film, was full of attractive, handsome fox men and women with, yeah. with boners that you put, and then my train of thought crashed. <laughs> See, I just, I was going to, like, blame Sonic the Hedgehog for that, but, you know, yeah, I think that early Robin Hood... Or in the furry community, as it's known as Throbin Hood. Um, oh, wonderful! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they just like unintentionally, sometimes intentionally, but unintentionally, like just like, hey, let's fucking do this up because we're a bunch of weird, crazy animators. We can do whatever we want to do. So. Apparently there's actually a scene in The Rescuers Down Under where, in like a freeze frame, um, when they're like doing one of the the escape scenes down some rapids or something, um, you can see in the window of one of the the background apartments, um, there's a split screen where there's like a a little little piece of a porn cut out, like just some, some barrel boobies, like not even cartoon boobs, like, like people boobs well apparently the um apparently the model for the millennium falcon had a playboy on the wall in the cockpit like the model they used for doing like the trench run scenes and stuff like whoever made the model just slipped in a tiny little like playboy cover print and just stuck it in the cockpit (laughs) well that makes sense with han solo does like for the longest time he he flew solo really so yeah and it makes sense for uh some woman in in new orleans to have or some man or woman in new orleans in their apartment to have i can't i said new orleans really weird um isn't that how they say (laughs) new orleans 
Uh, <laughs> doesn't it doesn't it make sense contextually for some random person to have boobies on their wall? <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's, go with that. Yeah, that's yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Anyway, fuck it. They're closing down. Yeah, don't Disney. have to deal with them. That's a bummer. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which yeah, is it's too bad. The, the the toys were done pretty cool. They had they had good sculpts to them. Like they weren't anything I was gonna collect, but you know I could appreciate them from like a an aesthetic standpoint. I feel but, like if I was a kid, um, like if that mm-hmm. existed in like the the early nineties, like I would have gone fucking ape shit and collected every single one of them. Like that would have been right up my alley. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. But things were things were there... things were different back then though. Like Disney had like a huge stranglehold on animated content for children. Whereas like nowadays that's not as much the case. Like there are so many creators and so many studios and so much content where mm-hmm. as back then it was just Disney was the only true god and that was like that was all you got yeah. is just Disney 247, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's also like was it was it like Fox Animation that was like their biggest rival or something like that or cuz um, Dreamworks maybe, didn't really exist. Maybe back some then. Warner Brothers stuff. Warner Brothers. Yeah, cuz they did yeah. like the uh Anastasia movie and Thumbelina and um, that man the one that has like Charo as the like frog lady. Yeah, yeah, that was a weird scene. Yeah, Disney, Disney definitely dominated the like the home video market for animated oh, yeah. films in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, they were, and like it was one of those things where it's like it would like their like the VHS sales were all like through the roof, and then they'd pump out like direct to dvd or vhs sequels like right away too and be like fuck there's lion king 2 let's do this up aladdin 3 fucking prince of thieves yeah i remember the mcdonald's toys and the fact that it came out on vhs but never showed up in theater fun fact about the aladdin franchise since we're talking about disney shit Mm-hmm. Robin Williams, voice of the genie. Not the voice of the genie in Aladdin Deuce, part two. Aladdin 2. He was not no. the voice. But then he came back for Aladdin part three. Isn't that fucking weird? That really... Who was the voice in 2? Because I remember it being pretty... Some guy, some guy pretending to be Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Huh. I'm gonna edit that out. That fact wasn't that interesting. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> I said I'm gonna edit that out. That fact wasn't that interesting. No, that's still still good. It's still good. Because that kind of reminds me of like this one because you know everyone has like their Disney movie conspiracy theories and stuff like that. <clears throat> I think my favorite one that I've heard was that Aladdin actually takes place in like a post-apocalyptic future. Which is why the genie knows all these, like, references from our modern times. Oh, interesting. And, like, how the, like, the desert seems so vast there. And, like, after, like, the wars and everything that the, uh... And that's how, like, magic works there and, like, talking animals. 
they're all just like 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 ancient tech that survived and like genetic animal experiments and shit like that um so that's another kind of fun thing also it's a fucking disney movie <laughs> they can just kind of do whatever they want yeah disney can do whatever the fuck they want except yeah, keep yeah. a line of collectible figures going oh shit that's so funny and so tragic though like it's a bummer that like a whole division of people are like well fuck like i thought disney was a safe bet i guess i gotta brush up my resume and like get back out there yeah i bet on the wrong horse here yeah you'd think that disney was always a safe place to put your chips like always bet on disney but yeah that's that's a little scary a little scary it's it's uh, clearly always bet on lego or nintendo oh nintendo though like a lot of people are like nintendo's gonna be dead and uh sony's going bankrupt and i uh talk like this for no reason um i wonder i wonder what i don't i don't i don't think nintendo could ever really like i think they're the only ones that really kind of like dominate the family friendly uh video game market and nintendo's one of those companies that like the love for that company isn't going anywhere and the fans are obsessive like almost to a point of a fault where like a fan will literally buy the same nintendo game like five times they'll have bought it when they were a kid then they will buy it again on the Wii Virtual Console, then again on the Wii U Virtual Console, and then again on DS. It's like, nobody's making sales the way Nintendo's making sales. Like, I guarantee if you add up, like, the entirety of the sales of, like, Super Mario World for Super Nintendo, be it the original Mm -hmm. release when they did it on uh, the Game Boy Advance version, when they did it on Virtual Console, when they did it on DS Virtual Console, like all of those different iterations, I bet you that has sold more than DVD copies of Titanic. Yeah, probably, yeah. Like, (laughs) I don't... Yeah, fuck. But, DVD copies, yeah. VHS copies were the ones that were like... (laughs) I think that was Titanic's heyday. My analogy was weird and bad, but what I was trying to <laughs> what I was trying to get across was just that like Nintendo is one of those few people that's able to capitalize on their fandom in a way where people were literally buy the exact same content over and over and over again on different consoles just because they love whatever it is again. Like nobody's nobody's doing that with other companies' IPs, you know? Like Maybe yeah. you get you get one remake and people are like cool ish, and that's it. And, and they're kind of the only company that's almost like allowed to get away with that too. Because because like uh, Nintendo content, Nintendo games are their own IPs, and they they have their own little mm-hmm. world that they refuse to let yeah. anyone play in. That's that's understandable. Yeah. Their own arena. Hey, speaking of the exact same game over and over again for the last twenty years, Pokemon Gen Seven, <laughs> Sun and Moon had a pretty major announcement today, uh, which was yeah. the tenth. So they finally revealed a bit more information about the game. 
Um, they showed off the new three starter Pokemon, as well as, uh, what the two legendaries, like the box art legendaries look like. Uh, there's no names as of yet, but we know we're getting a big white lion and a big white bat as our legendaries, um, as well as the region that you get to play in is called Alola, which uh, is, is clearly like Hawaii. You're, you're playing in Hawaii oh, yeah. regions. Aloha. Uh, which is kind of cool. Hawaii. Might... Pokemon's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, cool. It's going to be in like Central America, South America. That'll be rad. But no, it's it's, it's Hawaii. It's, it's, it's Hawaii. Um, uh, but it's cool. They might bring back the whole like island travel type thing like all the different cities and stuff might be their own isolated islands and that might open up new exploration and stuff like that which would be kind of cool um and it looks like customizable avatars are gonna be a thing again that was a major um major like thumbs up and and yes from the previous game uh so that's pretty rad but Okay, let's talk about the starters. Logan, what were your initial thoughts on these three adorable little <laughs> things? Um, the the internet was mean to them. The very first thing I saw <laughs> after seeing that they existed, the internet got mean, which we've already like psychoanalyzed how the internet works on this episode. And every episode we talk about how the internet's a dick. Um so the internet wasn't very nice to them, and I was like, eh. But, like, the reason like the reason I don't give a shit either way, because, like, I don't think they're particularly great designs. I don't think they're particularly mm-hmm. great concepts. I also think that, so you get a flying grass type is the grass type. I also think giving flying yeah. and grass type to a Pokemon is a bit strange. Like, okay, cool. Um, all right. Um... I'm I'm assuming they're all dual types because they it doesn't seem right to just do one. Anyways, um, the reason the reason I don't give a shit either way about them is because they've talked so much about how the um, the virtual copies of Red and Blue you'll be able to transfer your Pokemon from Red and Blue onto Pokebank or sorry Pokemon Bank yep. and from Pokemon Bank transfer to Sun and Moon. So, no matter what happens, no matter how the cards lay, I'm playing the game through with Charmander. And that's going to be fucking awesome, because who doesn't love Charmander? But, uh, yeah. yeah, they did They did weird grass bird owl thing. They did fire kitty cat, which looks just okay. And then they did seal pup dog water type, which kind of looks awful. But, again, like, it's a game for children. Like, it's... Mm. It's for kids, and as a kid, you probably would love all of those things, so I'm willing to let it go and be like, yep, the designs are uninspired and it's not for me, but again, Pokemon isn't for me, because I'm a grown fucking man who should be trying to, like, you know, (laughs) should be trying to invest in the stock market and purchase a house. Like, I, I shouldn't be... I shouldn't be overly concerned about fantasy water monsters in a fantasy world that takes place in fantasy Hawaii. But how did how did you feel about them, Tony? That rant was shit. 
<laughs> that I just had. I didn't enjoy that. Struggling. Well, as another grown ass man who actually does give a shit about fantasy Hawaii land and all that, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, it, it's kind of funny because my initial reaction was like, "Oh, the, these are totally like fake releases." Because everyone always shows like fake like Pokemon stuff they have for a few years. Um, I remember, I think it was Gen 4 had the most, um, like, hoaxed Pokemon. But, like, Sun and Moon, everything's been down, like, super, super tight, super locked down. I'm not sure if that's because either Nintendo and Game Freak have gotten better at kind of, like, shutting down rumors before they even arise. Or just, yeah, people don't really give a shit anymore. Um, maybe it's a weird combination of both. Uh, but I am, like, I've always, like, every game that I have, I have started with the water type. The water type is always the homeboy. And this time, probably not. I mean, because <laughs> it, <laughs> like, it, it looks like a weird, goofy seal pup clown thing, and I'm just... And that's the thing. Usually, like with the with Pokemon, your starter is always fucking adorable, like sickeningly cute to begin with. But then, as it grows older, you get like the awkward teenage, like second form that no one really cares about or remembers. But then you get like this big badass, like borderline Digimon, gonna fuck your shit up monster. And those are kind of like the what what really matters. And I'm just worried that, like, from what you see in the the, the water-type puppy one, it's either going to grow up to be, like, Pokemon John Wayne Gacy or Pokemon Insane Clown Posse. And both of those things make <laughs> me really uncomfortable right now. Um, like, the safest bet is probably going to be Litten, which is the fire kitten. And it's going to be really hard not to name him It's Lit Fam. Uh, because I'm a piece of shit. Um, like, I've already heard that joke a few times throughout the day. It's like, oh shit, lit fam. Um, but it's, you're probably gonna get, like, a cool-looking fire cat at the end. And just his, like, I don't give a shit, I'm a cat. Like, expression makes me kinda happy. Um, but then there's, 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 there's Round Owl, and I don't know his name. But it's, it's a round owl, and that that's yeah. adorable. Um, he's not the only uh, grass flying type. There are a few that exist, um, but he is the first flying grass starter type, which is exciting. Um, was, also, uh, Litten starts. Sorry, I was talking to a friend about uh, about round owl, and uh, yeah. They pointed out that Round Owl sort of seems like the kind of Pokemon you'd catch in the first couple grass areas. Like, it kind of looks in design almost like your Pidgey or your uh, Spearow or your even uh, whatever Talonflame is called when it's a baby. Like, it seems like the sort of starter oh. bird area bird. It's it's very Hoot Hoot from, like, yes, Gen very 2. Very Hoot Hoot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can I can feel that. 
So I'm like, I'm I'm not super excited on them, but like, it's a solid like. I would not be disappointed if I get this Pokemon, maybe. But like, I don't know. It's you know, it's just gonna evolve into like the fucking Mr. Owl from the Tootsie Pops commercial. Like, you don't start off that young with a bow tie and not get a fucking graduate hat by the end of your evolution. <laughs> or maybe he just turns into, like, a businessman. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, no, like he starts no off, I get it. Like he starts off as just a little round, adorable thing with a bow tie. Then the second form, like, he's got, like kind of the cloak bow tie and the graduation cap and then then the final form he's third one he's got a business over yeah i was gonna say the third one he's got like a comb over and he's like drunk as fuck and is like sitting at his desk and he's like like thumbing the revolver that's in the drawer like today's the day like (laughs) just (laughs) sad i'll use bullet seed (laughs) <laughs> it's highly effective. <laughs> oh man, if it if it does not learn self destruct, I, I <laughs> yeah. self destructive like lifestyle. the the owl's final evolution like ends up shooting its head off, and then the <laughs> seal pup ends up like auto erotic asphyxiating itself in like a dingy hotel room. <laughs> Chugging back the Fago and listening to ICP, yeah. <laughs> and then Flame Kitty just parties too hard and like ODs on MDMA. Like that's oh my god, yeah. <laughs> or just it kind of oh, turns all... into like a fuck boy. <laughs> like it, one of, one of the forms needs like one of those shitty hoverboards, and like it just yeah. <laughs> Litten vape cat and. No, I, 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 I vape cat. Just vaporwave cat. <laughs> oh shit. Um anyways, Pokemon new starters. That's it's coming. Pokemon, it's going to be a game. It's going to be in Hawaii. Live it, love it. Get it. Yeah. I have so many copies of Pokemon in general. Like I I'm I'm not missing this. I'm I'm getting it. It's going to be my birthday present to myself. Oh hell yeah! Like it comes out like the week after my birthday. I, I gotta get it. Yeah, I'm not gonna skip on it either. I'm actually power breeding EVs on X and Y right now because I want to have some good shit for when Sun and Moon start. So yeah, yeah, they might re- they might do another EV type. They haven't said anything, but I'm gonna start that rumor mill now. So if it does happen, then I can say I did it. I started Love it on this podcast. Heard it here, folks. New Eevee type. <laughs> Alright, everybody. Thanks for joining us here on Good Morning Toy World, the only toy podcast where we, I think, only talked about toys for a total of five minutes today. But that's okay, because toys and the realm of nerddom and the uh, human condition is what we're all about here on Good Morning Toy World. <laughs> is there anything uh, you wanted to say to the people, Tony, before we cry ourselves to sleep tonight? <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with thinking that your ice cube tray is Elsa. You heard it here first, folks. All right, thanks again for joining us, everybody. Um, And remember, strawberry shortcake for moon dreamers is a notoriously bad trade. Have a nice night, day, whatever. See ya. (laughs)
Ha <laughs> ha